What about doing cow's hair? Would you call that therapeutic? No. I would call that very traumatizing for me and him. Well, we uh, recorded a podcast yesterday, and I went back and listened to it right after we're done. Just to upload it, put it on all the, uh, where the you know the platforms it goes to to get get out to y'all. And it sounds like we were underwater doing the podcast. Yeah, that was disappointing. It sounded like we were underwater. And we were eating. Here, here's a piece of it. Listen to this. Now, this is probably why I've, I've the number one I think skill I've learned lately is patience. Yeah, it sounds like we were underwater, <laughs> and our mouths were full. Oh my god! It's the weirdest thing. It's the weirdest thing. Or we were like doing it from the moon or something. I was like, man, all that. We did like twenty-five minutes for that. Oh well. What a bar! It was. It wasn't meant to go. No, but we were doing a daily podcast. <laughs> we did show up for you. Uh, that was pretty funny. I was like, man, maybe we. Maybe it was like. Maybe it's really sucked. Maybe it like really sucked, and that was the universe being like, uh, uh-uh, uh, 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 you're not doing that. Not today. Not today. <laughs> podcast people or whatever's going on whatever you're talking about one thing uh we did mention yesterday um you, you had sent me this article and i'm like man i always like when you send me these articles i think about them for like three days and then like one day i'll wake up and i'll go like you know what i'm not gonna find the cure for autism and there is no real there's no cure like it's not it's not like a pill but all these articles make you feel that way, you know? And this one was about um, broccoli... Sprouts. Sprouts. Broccoli sprouts. Not broccoli, but broccoli sprouts. Oh, my God. I got so deep in the rabbit hole of broccoli sprouts and how it, it like, um, lowers. The article says symptoms of autism. I know people get mad when you say that, so I'll just say characteristics of autism. Yeah. And, um, and they did all these studies, and I was like, for like three days, I'm like, hmm... Cal doesn't eat broccoli sprouts. I don't think he ever would, do you? No, I don't. Yeah. I don't, I don't think he would. Yeah, yeah, it's hard to imagine him doing that. He would like look at it and say grass or something. Right. Yeah. But he loves broccoli. Loves it. And I'm like, is broccoli like a cousin of broccoli sprouts? <laughs> do they have like the same ant or something and they're sort of related? And like, can you get the sort of the same benefits? I thought the same thing. Yeah. I'm like, he eats a lot of broccoli. It's funny. I actually, I, I Google image broccoli sprouts because I kind of for a second forgot what they were. And I looked at them and I'm like, yeah, that's nothing like broccoli. That's They're not- like alfalfa sprouts. Yeah, it's exactly yeah. right. They're, the they're- tip of them is like um the florets kind of of broccoli. Sort of. Kind of, sort of. And cow too, I thought like maybe it was meant to be because broccoli is truly the only like vegetable that he really loves. Like loves, loves. Yeah. Would eat it every meal. And in any form. Yeah, steamed, baked, roasted, raw, raw, which raw is really good for you. Yeah, I think roasted is too. I think I read something. I don't. I, you know, I actually don't remember what I what I'm reading anymore. I'm reading so many things. <laughs> I, I I don't. I'm confusing everything. But yeah, the broccoli. Do you like that I email you stuff? Oh yeah, I mean it's um. Oh yes. Oh, as Cal would say, oh yes. <laughs> uh, oh yes. Um. Yeah, no, it gets my brain like like pumping, man. It's like a workout for the brain. Good. Yeah. Do you think sometimes that he actually gets words from us? Because you just said, oh, yeah, and then I thought of his, oh, yes. I don't think we or say Or we it. just think about it because yeah, he says it. That's another thing where we just kind of like go over and over and over it, and then now we're convincing ourselves that he's getting it from us. Right. Yeah, <laughs> we're slowly going insane. 
Stop it. And this is the road. To, <laughs> We're exhausted. Yeah, well, it's, uh, you know, last night was another night. He just refused. I mean, he just, he will not go to bed. He, it is last man standing at nighttime now. And he just is um, set on being, he wants to really be the last one awake. Yeah, me and you sit in the kitchen um, once everyone's in, in bed and we talk, which is nice. But now he wants to be a part of that. Mm. So he's now involved in our nightly talking yeah, that time. and you know he wants to make sure. I meant to, I meant to to ask this on um, Facebook, Instagram, but th- it's very strange how he wants everyone to be sitting down now. But he's you obviously have to sit where he wants you to sit. Like if I go into a room, he goes, "Daddy, sit down," and he'll pick up the chair that he wants me to sit down in. Very demanding. Very demanding. Like getting very mad, really mad if you don't sit in the seat he wants you to in the you know like everything. But it's also happening at the car, which obviously, if I'm driving and he wants me to sit in the passenger seat or the back seat, uh, things aren't going to go his way. Right. And he tries to trick me with that when I pick him up from school, too. He'll be like, Daddy, sit down. And I'm like, yep, I'm going to sit down and drive. He goes, no, sit there. And it'll be the passenger seat. And do I'm you like, do it? For a minute. No. Oh, two minutes. Yeah, I, I would say don't do it. I know. They, they say don't do it. But then I also want him to know I'm listening. I know. So. I would just say I have to drive. I don't know. Talk to Lolo. <laughs> uh, I I feel like saying talk to Lolo. I don't know. I do do it a lot, though. But for simple things like that, I'm like, I'm not going to tell Lolo, hey, he wants me to sit here and tell him no. Like, <laughs> like I feel like I'm, a, like I'm telling on him. Oh, well. You know I what I mean? Know. Like, he wants me to sit there and I don't want to sit there. <laughs> like, like Austin and Trey run in and argue about sports like every three minutes. And I feel like I would be Austin or Trey in that situation. Probably. Like she ran in yesterday and she's like, they're saying that's a hit and it's not. It's a strike. And I don't want to play anymore. And I'm like, oh, my God, I can't deal with this anymore. That's what I drove up to from work. You coming outside to discuss with the kids what's going on. Yeah. You missed. The How other, about you just play? You, you, guys? Missed, you missed the other eight times I had to go out there. Um, oh, I figured. I was in here writing a thing, and they they came in, and they it was just like arguing over rules of baseball. I'm like, guys, this is called the front yard. There really aren't any rules. Just have fun. That's the only rule. They just can't. They, <laughs> they just, can't just have fun. No, they have they, to fight. They try to win. They try to win every single game. <laughs> I know front yard baseball. We were probably like that too. I didn't run and tell my parents every five minutes. I don't know where they get that from. It's annoying. So annoying. So annoying. <laughs> we're dealing with enough stuff. We really are. The other thing this autism thing does is it's funny because, um, <laughs> and you talked about it yesterday, and it's 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 not the same moment now. But you're like, yeah, gosh, this stress of being an autism parent, it's just um, it's really gotten to me. But I found an outlet, and I um, I started running. I'm a runner now. I can't believe you brought this up because you totally made fun of me yesterday. <laughs> I'm like, wait, what? She's like, yeah, you know, I'm a runner now because of autism, and it's just something I can just focus on and everything. And um, y'all, she's run once, <laughs> one time, three miles, and she's a runner now. No, I ran yesterday too. You did I, just one mile yesterday. Yeah, I well, have when time. We, when we did this yesterday, the the underwater eating podcast, you hadn't <laughs> run yet. So yes, now you're on a you have two days in a row. Um, she, well, I will say I'm not a run. Today, I'll say I'm not a runner. You're not running today. No, I'm not saying that. Oh. I'm saying I'm not calling myself a runner because my shin splints hurt so bad. Oh my god! My body's not prepared. To Two be days a into her new 
her new career and she's done. She's injured. She's out. All I'm saying is I feel like lately we've had a lot of extra stress and my anxiety has been worse with him because he's just been, I don't know. I don't know what to call it. Just constant stuff like behavior stuff. So I just feel like I need to like put my mind somewhere else. And I just thought this week I'm going to go running. And <laughs> the two days I have gone this week, I feel better. It, it's good, though. You're doing the right thing. You're, you're almost envisioning yourself as a runner. Yes, I yeah. am. And even though you've only run two days, you are a runner and you're becoming a runner. Hey, you have to start somewhere. I, and at least I'm not binge eating or yeah, getting I, depressed or something. I you get know? it. I, the only reason I, I made fun of you and called you out on it is just the way you said it. You're like, yeah. Life's just crazy, but you know, you just got to find yourself and challenge yourself. So I became a runner. I'm like, you ran yesterday. <laughs> you, you didn't know I was going to say it. Like there may be one of those 26.2 stickers on the back of your car right now, and I have no idea. No, like, I don't think I could do that. Maybe that's the way you do it, though. They, they say to visualize where you want to be and everything. And so maybe you just put the sticker on the back of your car and before you run the you race. Go buy it. Huh? <laughs> You're ridiculous. Yeah. Just Can to- you just go buy that? Oh, sure. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, I don't want to be that kind of runner. You you could make your own. Um, the cars that have like seven of them. I'm like, whoa, you've run hundreds and hundreds of miles. Like, that's. I don't typically like running because I was in track, so I was a sprinter. You like f- just a short distance. Yes. Yeah. I like to be short and fast. Yeah. Um, But I want, I do want to visualize myself running three miles, <laughs> four days a week. And we can run to the beach, which is really cool. But it is it is a nice time to just kind of, kind of, oh, I can't even talk today, to kind of block it out, you know, everything. It is. And that, that that's kind of the, that's kind of what this autism thing, you, you, you start looking for things that are just like what you said. You, you're, like, we don't even look forward to going on vacation. Like, we don't really, we're not vacation people. Like you said, we live in a place where we consider getting up every day is like being on vacation. We really, we love it. Right. Absolutely love it. And fortunate that we have a lifestyle and such where we don't have to like be somewhere every morning at eight o'clock and answer emails and ugh. So right. we don't feel the need to like get on a plane, all seven of us and, you know, go to like Hawaii or whatever. I mean, not that we've never traveled, but it's just not, not something we build into our life. Right. So we look for things to block out. Like yeah. we're not looking for distractions and like going somewhere and eating at all these restaurants and shopping and everything like that. Like we sort of have our fun little bubble here being like right next to the beach and all that. But so, yeah, we look for things like like running. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, we're blocking it out. Like I feel like we're being very challenged right now. So I feel like because I feel like the pressure of that, I need to challenge myself to do something different to kind of escape <laughs> You know yeah. what I mean? It's interesting. Maybe that's the reason why, like we we make sure, like we like we we don't we don't miss workouts. You cook really healthy because those things actually, like to say, to build in a workout in your day every day, is not easy. I mean, especially with this life, but like we'd never miss it. Right. Like I mean, maybe once or twice or here here or there, but we really never miss. It. But like you like cooking almost every meal. That's hard. That's time consuming. And that takes like very I mean, you've got to go to the store, you gotta get exactly what you want, you've gotta, you know, take the time to cook it. Um I think we've done Instagram or Facebook reels about what our kitchen looks like after kick- cooking a full meal for seven. And sometimes with Cal, you have to cook like three or four different meals or at least parts of the meal at one time because he's so picky. 
Like our kitchen looks like we just cater to weddings sometimes. I know. You know? The crazy thing is, yes, it is a lot of work, but sometimes cooking can be therapeutic for me too. Yeah, see, I don't get that at all. And the weird thing is, is my career, hair, could be very therapeutic to me too. I mean, there's parts of it that aren't, but then same with cooking at home, but then there's parts of it that are. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to explain. I guess in a way I could see like cooking something, you know, really complicated and then doing hair. Like if you were doing some kind of a crazy hair thing. Like when I'm doing a blowout, you know, blow drying someone's hair, it's therapeutic to me. Huh. Yeah. That's why people say, do what you love, you know? What about doing cow's hair? Would you call that therapeutic? (laughs) No. (laughs) I would call that very traumatizing for me and him. It's to the point where we need to schedule that like months out so I can make sure I'm nowhere near the house. Yeah, I actually don't want you here next time. Oh, my goodness. I don't know what's going on. Like, I don't even know. I can't help. No. He doesn't want me to help. He just wants to be out of this whole situation. That, I'm I'm just growing his hair out now. That's you and the therapist. Cute. That's yes. you and the therapist doing that. I think I will clear everyone out of the house and it just be me and Lolo. That's going to be a half a day event. Yeah. It's a, it's a couple of hours. I'm actually not cutting his hair for a while. So. But I'm saying half a day because the hours leading up to it, the stress, the aftermath, the stress. You know what I mean? It's awful. It's awful. Anyway, you were talking about vacation and... Have you heard of people saying once you have kids, it's not a vacation anymore. It's a trip. Oh, yeah. 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 We just wouldn't do that anymore. We don't need a trip for <laughs> for chaos, you know? Yeah. I mean, the thing is, you know, and it's just, again, this is just a tough situation, a scenario to understand if you're not in it. But, you know, hotels are not, you know, baby proof and they need to be for him. He's still in a baby phase. And yeah. then you put the autism stuff on top of it. And, you know, like, like even even like we've looked at VRBOs before and 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 like renting homes somewhere. I mean, I, you just look at the pictures online. You're like, nope, 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 nope. There's no way. And take him to a new environment like that. And he's going to want to like try to understand the whole place. And, you know, it's just, you know, it's just no way. I yeah, mean, plus it, a house that has a pool with no gate. I wouldn't even be able to sleep. Oh, the balconies. Yeah. When the doors that don't lock and it, nah, it's just it's just not. No. And there's something I don't know. It sounds like we've given up, but there's something comforting about like when we go to our beaches here, he kind of knows the beaches. He knows like the beach access as, as we're walking. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, he does. He just he just knows there's nothing. I don't know. It just it, it just flows. He's in a rhythm. Um, And I just couldn't imagine, you know, going somewhere else and doing all that. And that stress. We took him once somewhere and we stayed overnight. Siesta Key. Siesta Key, yeah. And it was good, but it was stressful. I mean very stressful. And I took baby gates. Oh yeah, we that's the thing, is we kind of had to move in and move out. Yeah. You know, with all like the extra hardware and and someone had to watch him every second. And every, he got a slider open. He did. Luckily we were right there. And it was a second it, it was story. A, yeah. Yeah. It's just things like that, you know. And then at night you're laying there and you're just sort of like uh, is that window locked? Well, and I mean, we've checked it 17 times, but let's just make sure because maybe the 18th time it's not locked, you know? Well, and then remember when we stayed at the Doubletree for Christmas? Yeah, that was like third, fourth story. We were very high up, but he was mad because we were all in the same room. Mm-hmm. It was like a room with king beds, and usually we get a suite like so that it's a lot bigger, um, but this hotel didn't have it, and we were just staying for one night. 
but he was actually mad because everyone was in the same room. Yeah. Well, and that again, that was something you you know he's like, I don't. This is not how I sleep. Yeah. I'm not. This is not what we do. What's going on? Like he would have been perfectly fine going home that night. I know. Whereas the other kids would have been miserable. See the difference though? It's just he would have been like, nah, we had fun at the beach. We played at the little thing, whatever. Um, we ate. I can go home. And the other kids, you know, they're like, dude, we're at a hotel. Like, look at this is awesome. New experiences and walking around outside on the beach. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I know. He's just like, nope, I'll go home. Yeah, and we live five minutes away. Yeah, I don't I think you were to the point that you wanted to go home. I absolutely did. <laughs> yeah, I absolutely did. Well, I mean, it's just, you know, it's just, you're just like, what are we, do? what are we doing? But well, cause no one could go to sleep, but whatever. It yeah. was one night and it was a fast forward experience. a year later. Look, none of us can go to sleep still. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, no kidding. It's crazy. None of us can go to sleep. I actually hear him now. He's awake. He's awake. He, he has ABA today at home. No school. He's not going at all. No. What time is she coming? Nine to 12. Whoa. Nine. Yeah. An earlier day on Fridays. When I can do it on Fridays, I'm going to. So I screw up all the scheduling. No, I just switch it all the time. That's what I mean. It's <laughs> it's always screwed up. I, I don't I, I don't know what's going on. Uh, well, I don't. I didn't think you had to know. I probably don't. That's <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'm just nine to nine to twelve. Nine to twelve. All right, nine to twelve. It's and okay. Then, at twelve, you're coming home. Yes. All right. I'll be home by twelve. All right. How far are we into this? Uh, 18 minutes. So we're good. Um, his his new. I know some people were writing on our on our Facebook page, and you you can go and connect there if you'd like. It's uh, a lot of people have, by the way, dailyautism.com, and um, you can just uh, from there, you can either check out Facebook, Instagram, all the podcasts, depending on where you listen. Maybe there's another place where you want to listen instead of where you do listen, but dailyautism.com. But I know on Facebook. Um, somebody was posting some of the sleeves and bite toys and everything. Yes. And his new Spider-Man sleeve is a hit. It is a hit. It's a hit. And it's like probably the first thing sh- not shark related that he's really into. Yeah, he just got started getting into Spider-Man. Yeah. There's like a new Spider-Man uh, cartoon. Did you see it? Mm-mm. Oh, Spidey something, I think. Hmm. Lauren told me about it. Spidey and his amazing friends. He did have a Batman phase for a minute. It was quick, though. Yeah, he gets on different things sometimes. One of his ducks was Batman. Oh yeah, Batman duck, and he was into that for a second. Um, but the sleeve, I, the sleeve helps with the biting as far as like breaking the skin. He can still hurt himself, but it's better than not having it, right? He's biting his arm so bad that his arm is like raw. It's like hard, Ugh. you know, like calluses almost on his arm. So I just keep putting Aquaphor on it, um, but then he bites it anyway. So yeah. at least the sleeve, I can put the medicine on put the sleeve over it and it can protect it for a little bit. But I do have more bite bracelets coming and um, people were posting some that I'll have options too. Yeah. But the, the hardest thing is, and I appreciate everyone sending me everything, but his teeth are so strong that he can rip these bracelets apart. That's the hardest thing. You know, they only last for so long. So I keep having to buy more. Not only am I shocked that there is, a market for bite bracelets, but also like dozens and dozens of companies all doing well selling bite bracelets. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, they have themes now. They have different shapes. I mean, it's just, it's incredible. If you would have told me a year after he was diagnosed, he's going to be biting himself. I would have been like, no, who does that? No. Yeah. 
I Absolutely see, not. I see it on a lot of the pages. And then, you know, I also see parents that are like, oh, my kid is, you know, however they word it, you know, um, not high functioning, you know, whatever they say. And they're like, no, they've never bit themselves for it. It's, again, this is just such a unique scenario. The uniqueness, you know, the, the positive uniqueness and the challenging uniqueness. But um, every that, kid's different. He was doing it last night. We, he pretended there was a monster in our room and he wanted me to go in and see the monster and get scared. So really what he wanted is the reaction of me getting scared. So I would pretend to go in, pretend to get scared. And then he was so excited about me getting scared. He would like he was flapping and then he'd bite his arm. He flapping was fl- and bite his arm. Yeah, he was and, flapping away and laughing. But it's like that's why sometimes you have to tell people. Because they think it's like, whoa, dude, what's going on with your kid? And it's like, this is how he feels the excitement of the situation, the happiness of the situation. It could also be the bad, like like scary or whatever, but it's also good. And I think that's where people get a little like, wait a minute, so he's happy? He's not mad? He's biting himself? I'm like, yeah, he's just trying to feel everything, the whole emotion of what's of right now. He's trying to really feel the moment. And he feels everything so much more intense. Yeah, you know how people say live in the moment and feel the moment? Yes. Yeah, he's doing that <laughs> yeah. for sure. Yeah, so he bites himself if he's happy, if he's sad, if it's mad at any reason, you know. They're really banging these gates around. I was going to say these kids are loud this morning. They're loud. <laughs> we got such a busy weekend, though, so they're all amped up with sports and sleepovers, all kinds of stuff going Very on. Very busy weekend. Very busy weekend. Like, it's, uh, we're, <laughs> today's like our last day, this last half day of, before we're just rolling like crazy. And then Super Bowl uh, Sunday. Yep. Who are you rooting for? Uh, well, I, you know, I think the Bengals would be a great story, you know, I'm choosing the Bengals and, and I, I hate that the team for the second year in a row, one of the teams that's playing is playing in their city up until last year that had never happened in Super Bowl history. And then the Bucks did it last year. You don't like it? No, I think it's, it, it's, it's not fair. I don't think it's not fair or fair. I don't think fairness has to do anything about it. I just, I just think it would just be cooler to watch these two teams play in a place that they, you know, don't live in. Yeah, I you, can see that. You know, I just, I, I don't know. I just, it just feels like, eh. Although it was fun living here when Tampa won. You well, know, yeah. I mean, but the, the Super Bucks. Bowl was going to be here anyway, regardless if the Bucks were in it or not. But it, it was fun. Yeah. Yeah, it was fun. No, But, no, I, but was, I get what you're saying. It was fun because it was Brady. Yeah, you know, it was fun because it was Brady because he came here. People like he can't do it again with a new team, and he did it. And then he got drunk and he threw the Lombardi Trophy across Eh. the other boat. Like that was cool. And he got off the boat and he was so hammered he could barely walk. That was funny. Like that was like a that was fun. Like to live here, that was like right here. That was pretty cool for sure. Drinking in the Florida sun. (laughs) Yeah, dude, it's it's different than drinking in New England. This uh, I always say this this Florida sun doubles. Like, if you have a beer in the sun and the humidity, it's two beers. Yeah. But if you're from up north and you come down here and try to get seven days in a party, and you're going to be a mess because you don't realize that. Like, you can't drink down here in the Florida heat what you drink up there. Yeah, there's a tiki bar we go to on the beach, and they can't even have Fireball. They don't even sell it. Yeah. They don't even sell And if they sold it, they could get 20 bucks a shot. Oh, yeah. Because that's pretty much what they charge for everything else. <laughs> I mean, they... <laughs> but the people that come up to this after drinking on the beach all day... Oh, it's, it's hilarious. It's awful. <laughs> People come up and be like, can we get uh, six shots of Fireball? <sighs> and the lady will be like, we don't surf- sell Fireball. And they're like, why not? And I'm thinking to myself, you're the reason why not, dude. <laughs> you are the exact reason they don't sell Fireball. Yeah. Like, look at yourself. <laughs> That's funny. 
All, All right. right. Well, we may be the only autism podcast that talks about Fireball, but that's the way it goes. <laughs> but we're out. We got to go.